Conscious Living Show with your host Jan and Bill Moore. We'll take a moment to thank John Fogarty for that song Mystic Highway that we opened the show with. That is off John's latest album, Wrote a Song for Everyone. Fourteen great guest artists and a great album overall. Thank you again to John Fogarty for that opening and we hope you'll enjoy today's show and all of our shows because our intention is that they will empower you to live with power, passion, and purpose, and manifest happiness and prosperity, harmony and well-being. We'll be interviewing expert guests on conscious evolution, personal empowerment, conscious business, natural health, and how to create a conscious lifestyle, and many other interesting topics. So without further ado, over to my lovely wife, Jan. Okay, thank you, Bill. Thank you for that introduction. And hello, everyone. This is Jan, and thank you for listening to the Conscious Living Show. Today, we're going to connect with spirit with international spiritual teacher, Neymar Nuijem. Neymar is an internationally renowned spiritual teacher who has been serving humanity for the last eight years in English, Spanish, and French across the USA, Latin America, and Europe. And she's actually calling into the show from France today, so we have a real cosmopolitan flavor to the show. Over the last eight years, Neymar developed the Power Coaching Formula, a cutting-edge program to activate and unfold your healing and power coaching abilities, connection with spirit, and a powerful platform to transform your inner game and manifest prosperity in your life. Neymar's unbreakable faith in God and humanity enables her to activate almost instantly her connection with spirits of the highest light, such as archangels, ascended masters, and guides of the highest light, is the basis of her healing and teaching work. The divine presence assists Neymar's work can be seen and felt by her clients and students. Neymar's approach to healing and coaching is laser-focused, intuitive, and her focused healing and coaching style promotes permanent healing for people who have worked on the disease or limiting patterns for many years and are still struggling with supposedly healed issues. So welcome to Neymar. We're really delighted to have you on the show today, and um, we're going to have a very interesting conversation again, I'm sure. So, Neymar, would you like to say hello to our listeners today? Hi, thank you so much, Janet, for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It, um, can you can you hear me well? Yeah? Yes, perfect. Fantastic. So I want to say it's a privilege, it's an honor to be here, and I trust that that my presence here will be of service to to anyone who wants to receive free coaching or to anyone listening to this show. Thank you. Absolutely. And we're really delighted to have you with us. And today, as we said, we're going to be talking about connection with spirit. So um, can I start, Neymar, with um, you telling us about your connection with spirit and how it affects your work? Yeah, before before I go into that, I want to to introduce the concept of um, what is called the unique ability. I believe that every human being is born with a unique ability, something that they are very good at, something that that is uh, pretty much connected or fitting or feeding into what we define our life purpose. And I believe 
went through my life through the events that have happened in my life, I came to understand that my unique ability is my connection with spirit. So um, a lot of people understand spirit as being, um, you know, entities of very low vibration. And it does happen, it does exist. But yet I believe that in the spiritual world, there are several layers of, um, of connection, of, of entities. And my unique ability is about connecting with the highest light and the purest light and working with this light. I do have the ability to clear low entities, but really my work is about the highest light. So, you know, I could talk hours and hours about this, but Jane, if you give me permission, if you allow me, what I would like to do for everyone, in, I mean, to really go into the core of the topic, I would like to call the Divine Presence. How would that yes. be? Yes, please do. Okay, so so what I would like people, listeners to do, all listeners now and later, I would like to invite everyone to gently close your eyes and then look up with your eyes closed. So, you know, you slightly look up. You don't look at your third eye. You look at your brain. And you stay in this position. It's not a comfortable position. But So make sure you relax your eyes if it's, too, it's, if it's not comfortable. The calling is going to take a minute. And it is important for people to be in, to be in that position because the resistance to the experience just fades away. So I'm going to count up to three, and I three, I'm expecting all listeners now or future listeners to just close their eyes and look up. One, two, three. In the name of God and all that is holy, I am calling all archangels, all ascended masters, and all guides of the highest and the purest light, willing to assist me today. In the name of God and all that is holy, I am calling all archangels, all ascended masters, and all guides of the highest and the first light, willing to assist me today. In the name of God and all that is holy, I am calling all archangels, all ascended masters, and all guides of the highest and the first light, willing to assist me today. Willing to assist me and willing to assist every listener in this radio show. Listeners now and future listeners. It is done. It is done. It is done. Show me. So I'm inviting the listeners to take a couple of deep breaths through the nose and relax. Completely relax. There. So for some of you, you might feel energy around you. Some of you, you might start to see colors. For others, you might have that a deep sense of knowing that spirit is around you. And for others, you might have, so you might hear spirit. For some people, people hear spirit. So, yeah. I don't know if you can feel anything, Janet. I actually felt energy going through me, like a tingling feeling. Um, Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, and started in my left leg actually and came right up and through 
through my body. So fantastic. So the presence is here with us, you know, and I can tell you that when spirit is around us, it's like people start smiling. We don't know why we're happy, but our eyes start to sparkle again, and and there's that um, unexplicable joy of sense of peace and well-being that that is within us and. And it's great. It's great. I mean, for me, it's the basis of my work. So, so that's about it. I just wanted first to call um, the divine presence, so that each listener could uh, experience it. And for those who believe that they are not feeling anything, my advice is just take a couple of deep breaths and relax. For some of us, it takes some time to really feel the divine presence, but they are here. They are here for you. Yes, I think I think it can be a learned experience because you know in many cases we're so um, conditioned to be in our head all the time, and I've noticed in my experience because I'm I'm more focused on um, recognizing energy now, whereas before it was possible possibly happening but I wasn't tuned into it I wasn't as aware of it as I am now so and I think when you expect it to happen it's it happens <laughs> more um, consciously for you yeah and and um, if that's okay I'd like to to share um, a perspective you know a lot of, we we all agree or most of us we agree that we are mind body and spirit okay Yes. And we have a body to feel. We have a spirit. Um, some people call it higher self soul, but for me, my spirit is is the is it's the force that pushes me to grow, to seek, to improve myself. And then we have a mind, and the mind we have it to survive. That's what keeps us alive. And Many people live this life from that mental space because because we because it's safer because there they know they're gonna survive and at the same time more and more nowadays people I mean many many people are seeking to it's like dropping into their body into their heart and start to live from that space and that's when as you say Janet people can um, start to experience energy. The energy is always there. We just become more attuned to them because we are back into our body, into our heart. Yes, yes. And um, I think the other thing is, going back to this thing about conditioning, we don't trust ourselves to actually be able to connect because that's been taught all our life that you know it's just our imagination and um, you know not to pay attention to things like that. And so I know when I've spoken to other people on on the show who who have moved into a very spiritual uh, purpose, they shut down a lot of their capabilities as a child because they've been um, told that it's not real, it's their imagination. Or I even had a client that I work with whose parents came from a very conventional religious background and actually performed an exorcism on her because of her psychic abilities and 
conditioned her to believe that it was evil to be able to have that connection with spirit. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for all those people who... I mean, I feel for those people who had to shut down their their abilities. What, as I was listening to you, what came... What you reminded me is that everyone, everyone, every single soul on this planet has the ability to connect with spirit, with spirit of the highest life. Everyone has an ability, has the potential to become a healer. It's not a few of us. It's everyone. Obviously, some of us or some, uh, you know, it's like everyone can learn to cook and then you get out of a hundred um, people learning to cook, five of, five of them are genius and they become top, uh, top chefs. And then the rest, they become very decent cook. The same for healing and the same in with uh, when it's about connection with spirit. You know, and it's true, it's true that there's a lot of um, discrimination against spirit because people people believe that spirit is is dark energy, but if they knew, if they could connect with the highest light that is available to each and every soul on this planet, you know, it's like half of the war, half of the the arguments, you know, it's like we would avoid a lot of conflict and people would live a much better life. I can't tell you how my life has changed since I embraced my connection with spirit. And I can tell you how thousands of people across the world have told me, Naima, I don't know what it is, but I feel different. I, it's like, I feel I'm always held by that powerful force that I can't see, but I can feel it's around me, it's, held, it's holding me. And that, that is for me my recompense, you know, my reward in mm-hmm. my work. Naima, how did you discover your connection with spirit? Was it something that you've always felt, or was it some kind of trigger that um, really helped you connect with it and, and this healing power that you have? Well, I've always believed that uh, I had a spiritual dimension. From a very early age, I was talking about about power, about force, about about anything... Um, unseen beings but you know I didn't pay very much attention it was like I knew it's like you know that unbreakable faith in positivity that you know and I you know if I were to tell you the story of my life it's like children's home abuse uh, betrayal abuse of all sorts and I don't even think that it is relevant and to, to, to this show, but what I know is what kept me through my life was that unbreakable faith in my own spirit, in God, in, into, even when I was crying, I was smiling. Even when there was abuse, I was smiling. I knew there's something more than what I'm experiencing. And to the age of 43, I worked into many jobs and the last job I was a director of a charity and you know I had it all but yet I knew that all that I had was not what I was meant to be doing in this lifestyle so I resigned everyone thought I was crazy you know you don't let go of a job like this and 
and I let go because I knew, okay, it is time. And then I rested for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and then someone found me and gave me a book, which is the Seven Laws of Success from uh, of Spiritual Success. And I read that book, and I, you know, I closed the book and I said, I said the F word, and I said I knew it. And and mm-hmm. from there I started to read. Um, you know, it's like suddenly I became very aware of the metaphysicians around me. And within three months, I started to feel energies in my hands within, you know, it's like when you're ready, you're ready. And then within five months, I felt the presence around me. And I picked up a pendulum and I fasted for a few a few days. And, you know, just to be in that zone where, where you know, the, what I call the spiritual zone, when the body is so light that you can only be spirit. And there, I, for the first time, I connected with a, a spirit guide. And, it, and from there, it was like uh, being on the highway on a, on a Harley Davidson, you know, kind of moving fast, fast, fast. I trained as a Reiki master, Sita, he, uh, Sita healing practitioner, reconnective healer. Um, I took um, dowsing courses and it's like, it's like one thing after the other until I said, okay, I don't want to learn anymore. Now I want to, I want to teach. And and as I was learning, actually, I was serving clients. I was practicing coaching and uh, and 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 then when I said, okay, I'm ready to teach, then the students appeared. And 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 this is the beauty of it. It's like, and as I was growing, the divine presence was. Um, how can I say, stepping up, I would say. You know, I started with spirit guides and then the archangels and then ascended masters and and and, and nights when I call, it's a full crowd. It's, um, it's sometimes it's so much. Believe me, when I'm in a room with 15 students and we call the divine presence and each student gets the divine presence, it calls, it calls, it it's too much, basically. So, in in a nutshell, that's that's my journey. Mm. And interesting that many people who go on to do the kind of work that you're doing and in the spiritual community, they often have um, a start in really a completely contrasting environment growing up. So it's interesting to hear what you were saying about that. And I know you don't particularly want to. To dwell on that, I just thought I'd make that um, comment. So this, you mentioned your students. Are these people who want to learn to coach and heal um, in the way that you do? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll share one thing about my life. I have been. I could say that my childhood and my teenagerhood and my young adulthood was like being in a washing machine. You know, it was one thing after the other. And I believe that I experienced all those traumatic experiences so that I would develop empathy. Because when I am in a room with someone who talks, who shares the most traumatic, um, darkest secrets, I could say, that they've experienced, you know, I have what it takes to be there and look at this person knowing 
you're going to come through this. You're going to pass through this. You're going to fly. You're going to recover. And you're going to become the highest version of yourself. So that's, that's why I believe I co-created that tough life um, up to, to, well, let's say up to the age of uh, 30. After that, it got a bit better. <laughs> now, in terms of students, I am so pleased to say that, you know, there are people. I want to share one thing is that, you know, in the healing industry, Many people are either healer, energy healer, or they are coach, or they do coaching. And the healers are pretty much energy-based, and the coaches, very often, it's, I believe that a lot of them are, it's mental basis. And what, what I've, I've, I've come to unfold, not by choice, it's not that one day I stood up and thought, oh, I'll do that and see how it's going to work. It's how it has happened through my students, through my clients. What, what I've realized is that there's really four aspects to really um, serve humanity in the highest and best way. The first one being the energy healing. You know, giving a session with someone without giving energy healing, it's like, um, it's like ignoring, like, a big part of the client and some in to some extent depriving the client from that opportunity of being brought back into balance by a force that is beyond by a power that is way beyond the human consciousness the second aspect is the coaching how many healers have given healing to their clients and and they feel that there's something more to be done but they are just not equipped to do it so I have developed, um, like, um, I call it the power coaching technology, where through nine steps of inquiries, the client is allowed to connect with deep, um, with the deep issues, often very well hidden in, the, you know, in his body or her body, and then release them permanently. So that coaching aspect, I believe, is really, really important. And then the third aspect is connection with spirit. I believe that any coach, healer, and, you know, teacher, I believe that all teachers, you know, for me, Messi is a footballer, he's a teacher, he's a healer. Um, people who, uh, you know, G.K. Rowling, the, she's a healer, she's a teacher, the one who wrote Harry Potter. I believe that each person needs to be serving humanity or benefits from serving humanity from a place of conscious of having a conscious connection with spirit and not to go into this energy of uh, oh I've got spirit here they want to talk to you no and it's more from a place of allowing the divine presence to do the work consciously I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I was teaching at 3 a.m. actually. I was teaching some students in Mexico. I'm teaching them to become a power coach according to my methodology. And one of them, I will, I, he was doing it, but not doing it the, the way I, I, I want it to happen. So we were on Zoom. You know, Zoom technology, it's all on the internet. And 
And then I said to him, Raoul, ask the divine presence to help your client now. Say it out loud, like uh, and saying the prayer that I gave him. So he said it, and the minute he said it, the light in his room became blue. And um, so, and you know, I asked the other students, "Did you see the shift of light?" And everyone saw it. It was not just me. And that's what I mean, you know, in terms of being consciously connected with spirit in your service. And then the fourth aspect that I believe um, is as important is the inner game. The inner game being a healer and a coach can only be of service when they are doing their own homework about themselves, basically. Clearing their limitations, clearing their blockages, unfolding their spiritual gifts and taking responsibilities for their behaviors. So yes, they are students showing up and the thing is humanity is ready for change you know we can see it in the media in the way people are standing up against um, corruption and and standing up for love basically yes absolutely and there's so much more evidence of that day by day and uh, it's really interesting what you're saying because you know as a coach myself when I first started out um, I was doing it from a conventional viewpoint, you know, in terms of um, the mind primarily. Yeah. But then I realized that I was actually able to intuitively really focus in and, and identify these core issues that, that my clients were, were dealing with and you know work with them to resolve them but the most recent experience has actually been quite surprising to me actually in that i'm actually working with somebody uh, who's actually mexican who works in japan and his experience on the other end of the phone from me on the other end of a skype call is literally that he feels um bathed in my energy which is something I've never had fed back to me before in terms of the work that I do so I think that very much aligns with what you were saying about um, a connection with spirit and an energetic presence even when you might not be consciously aware of the impact that, that you're having on the other person absolutely and and you know you're you're doing it you're doing it and well done and keep going and and if if I may what I think um, might help, and I'm saying that I'm, I'm allowing me to share that with you, but it would be relevant to any coach, any healer um, um, listening to this show. I always tell my students, ask who is here for you. Ask who is supporting your work. Ask, and, and the way to ask, if that's okay, is to share. It's For me, I use it. There are some spiritual spiritual laws that govern um, our universe and the planet, and and the way I ask it is that um, I use one of the spiritual laws, which is when you ask in the ma- in the name of sacredness, you have to get the truth. So if I were to be working with someone like in your case, Janet, and 
and I get feedback from the client and the client say, oh, I can feel your energy, I can feel you are holding me. I would inquire and say, I'll go within and ask what divine presence is supporting me in this moment in time. And and if if I don't get a clear answer, then I say, in the name of God and all that is holy, I request to be shown who is working for me now. And then I'd say that three times. And then I'd say, it is done, it is done, it is done, show me. And there, there, just right there, you would know the answer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. definitely do that. Yeah, that's a really good, um, really good advice uh, on connecting. And that really takes me to, you know, the connect, the questions that um, I wanted to follow on with. You've, you've already said that anybody can connect with spirit. You've mentioned a way there. Is there a particular process that you go through that you could share with people in terms of, for those who haven't consciously done it yet or don't feel confident yet, is there something that would help them to really develop that confidence and be able to recognize that connection? Okay, so so, so what is the question exactly? It's really to say... you. Um, is there anything that you can expand on in terms of the process that people can use to connect with spirit and to recognize that connection, especially, you know, if they're not used to doing that yet consciously or very confident in their ability to do it? Okay, so so that's an excellent question and, and I'm kind of, um, I had a thought that made me half smile because uh, I want to say what we want to avoid is people to freak out. Okay. Yeah, we we want. I don't want people to think that okay, I'm going to check my connection with spirit and then they feel and then they freak out because it's either too much or it doesn't feel right or or the experience is not um, of the highest light. Yeah, so mm. uh, really it's. The first thing I want to say is that we all have, I believe that we all have a guardian angel, yeah? So yes. there's, there's someone, there's that divine presence with us all the time, all the time. And it's often standing on the right side of our back, you know, behind you, behind us, and on the right side, okay? Mm-hmm. So the first step to really start a healthy exploration of connection with spirit would be to start talking with your guardian angel. You know, before you go and dive in the big pool and start uh, checking out who are your spirit guides or, you know, if I'm talking about the novice, right? About people who don't have really a clue. And the way to do is, the way I would do it is I'd be sitting down with a straight spine I'll have uh, my chin parallel to the floor, my eyes looking up, my eyes closed looking up. This is called going in theta, T-H-E-T-A. And you take a couple of deep breaths through the nose. And actually, can we do it now? Mm, Yeah. Yeah? So I'm going to invite the listeners just right now to just sit down, have a straight spine. And look up with your eyes closed. So 
really look up and take a couple of deep breaths through your nose and relax. You relax your feet, your ankles, your knees, your calves, relax your legs, relax your hips, completely relax. Relax your torso, your chest, your shoulders, relax your arms, forearms and hands. Your hands are resting on your laps, palms up. Relax your neck, relax your face. Relax your brain, completely relax. And now, I'm going to do a prayer. I'm going to command a garden angel. I'm going to put out a, a, a prayer so that your guardian angel manifests itself to you in a tangible manner. So go with your eyes up, looking up. So in the name of God and all that is holy, it is commanded that each guardian angel of every listener, every, every participant in this call, to manifest itself to its rightful owner in the most tangible manner. In the name of God and all that is holy, it is commanded that each guardian angel to each participant, of each participant in this call, manifest manifest itself to its rightful honor, to its own honor, in the most tangible manner. In the name of God and all that is holy, it is commanded that each guardian angel manifest itself. So each guardian, sorry, in the name of God and all that is holy, it is commanded, commanded that each guardian angel of each participant manifest itself to its rightful honor, to its own honor, in the most tangible manner. In this lifetime, in all lifetimes, in this body, in all bodies, in this dimension, in all dimensions. The eight layers of their being, namely the physical body, etheric body, emotional body, mental body, astral body, etheric template body, celestial body, and etheric template body. At their core level, genetic level, soul level, and history level. It is done, it is done, it is done. Show me. Take a couple of deep breaths. It might be a very subtle sensation, physical sensation in your body. Some people might feel like a tingly feeling in the back of their neck in the back of the neck, yeah, mm. or in their cheek. Some people might see colors. And once you feel that connection, ask your guardian in church, what is your message for me? Very good. So you might have received the message. You might have heard some words, felt a physical sensation. Maybe it's a deep knowing. Is there anything else that you want to ask? 
to your guardian angel in this moment in time. That is the moment. Dare to ask. Some people want to know their name. Their name. Some people want to know about their future. About what they could bet they could be doing better. Whatever you fancy asking, this is your time. And when you have received the message, you can come back into the room. Become aware of your feet, your calves, your knees, your legs, your hips. Become aware of your chest, your torso, shoulders, arms, forearms, hands. Become aware of your neck, your head, your brain, and relax your eyes. Very good. Very good. So, Janet, over to you. Did you experience um, anything? Um, not as much as the first time. I think because I'm conscious of, of <laughs> being on air, really. I think I'm going uh-huh. to listen to this, you know, in a place um, in my sacred space and go through that process and listen to this again. So, um, I love the um, the whole process that you took us through, though, Neymar. It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 coming back to the question about connection with spirit, you know, connecting with the 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 angel that is that has been with you since the day you were born, for all listeners, I believe is the first step. Now the second step that um, I would recommend is. To go in a quiet place, as you said, as you mentioned, your sacred space. It can be a physical sacred space, or it could be, it could be um, a spiritual sacred space within you. And then, just be seated with your eyes uh, looking up slightly, and just be there breathing. I mean. Some people like going into the lotus position. I personally, I like being seated comfortably in a nice chair, and um, and just I just close my eyes and I breathe. I breathe deeply through my nose using my belly, and I become aware of what's around me. And there, just right there, people will feel the presence that is there for them. And for some people, I'd say, if you dare, just ask, is there any archangel, is there anyone of the highest light with me just right now? And you'd be amazed at the simplicity of the answer. People people always get very impressed by their ability, their own ability to connect to spirits. Because, because there is that big myth that it's just for a few. It isn't. It is not for a few. We are all connected to spirit. We are all children of God. There's no discrimination. Mm. So, Naima, you mentioned earlier about, you know, start with connecting with your guardian angel and then move on to spirit guides. So what's the Uh distinction between... Sorry, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. So what, okay. what's, how, what's the distinction between the guardian angel and the spirit guide? Okay, I'll, I'll give you my understanding, okay? I'll talk about my map of the world, of the spirit world, and then 
I invite all listeners to, if there's anything that resonates with, um, from my sharing that resonates with you, breathe it in and then make the most of it. If there's anything where you think, come on, you know, that's mm, whatever, then breathe deeply and let it go. Okay, I'm going to give you my map of the world. And uh, so I believe that guardian angel is like a um, spiritual force that is there to to protect us, to just guard us. You know, it's like um, it's like a, a bodyguard, a spiritual bodyguard that we have on our side that is there to protect us. Okay, and and. And hence the importance of communication with the guardian angel because this guardian angel would have a really deep connection with um, your higher self, which is that aspect of your being that knows everything about your past, present, and future, that brings a lot of um, tools, spiritual tools, spiritual gifts that... um, would come into your consciousness as you go through life. So your guardian angel and your higher self would have a really strong relationship. They'd be moaning about you together, they'd be praising you together, and they'd be conspiring for your well-being, basically, together. Now, the spirit guides would be spiritual um, entities of the highest vibration, that would come and go according to where you are in your life and according to what is your life task for yourself and for humanity. So you might start, uh, for example, when I started um, that conscious journey of communication with spirit, at the beginning I felt a lot of guides from the Pleiadians, from Orion, from uh, probably, I can't remember, Venus as well, and from, not the Acturian, that was uh, Atlantis. And, and, And then as I grew, they stayed with me for a year, year and a half, and then Enoch showed up, and then the Archangel showed up. So, the, the the presence that, you know, the spirit guides, um, archangels, ascended masters, and they, they come, they, they're kind of ad hoc, they come on an ad hoc basis according to where you are in your life and what you're meant to be doing for yourself or for humanity. That's my vision of, uh, that, that's what I would consider the difference between spirit guides and guardian angels. Okay, thank you. And um, you know, I, I, what I would gather from what you're saying is that that different entities come in to support us at different stages of our growth as well. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Um, and I know it's a very interesting point actually because you know there is a school of thought in the when we talk about the laws of the universe and particularly about manifestation that everything comes from conscious intention but my experience is that um, we're led unknowingly to meet with people that we've had no conscious awareness or desire to meet and we are given the next piece of information that we need to support our growth 
and to me that's very much the the physical manifestation of the intervention of these guides would you agree yeah i believe you're talking about synchronicities aren't you mm, yeah yeah and and uh and i i i you know i support your view and and what i also know is that even though consciously we haven't asked for it subconsciously we have asked for it because there's that concept of free will zone as well that is um you know i have seen people were affected by very low entities and one would say well why is your guardian angel not doing anything why are the, the his spirit guides not helping and it's kind of well he needs to ask for it you know it's like free will zone people have to take responsibility for their journey for their healing journey and for they want to, what they want to manifest and what they want to let go of. So yeah, it's uh, and at the same time when we we um, declare our intention, then spirit really conspires and bring to us, as you said, um, the next piece of information, the next book, the next teacher, the next client, whatever it is that we need basically to grow. Or to meet our intention. I remember once, uh, very early in my journey, you know, I like ritual, and and um, my word, my word is my work. So, what I mean by that is that I really pay attention to what I say, or how I say, and to to whom I say. And I remember once I felt that I had to declare to spirit my intention. So put my child to bed. I'm the mother of a 12 years old. Um, I'm blessed with um, this this um, champion, this angel, Matteo. So I put Matteo to bed, and uh, I remember he was about four, maybe four or five years old. And then I went into my bedroom. I turned on a, a can, put on a candle, and I sat there and I started to stare at the candle and then I call the presence. I call the ascended masters. I call the the archangels. I call the guides of the high the guides of the highest and the first life. And I said a prayer. I said I'm willing and I'm ready to serve. This is this is it. I've been I've done every job one can possibly dream of and now I am willing to be of service to humanity and to fulfill my destiny. And I remember the presence in my bedroom was extraordinary. And I don't know if it was the candle, because the light were, were off, <laughs> and I was with my candle in front of a mirror declaring my intention. But man, it was, it was like heaven was singing in my bedroom, basically. <laughs> and And, you know, the power of intention, of declaration, is unbelievable. Because after that, it was one thing after the other. It's like, you know, spirit will respect your wish. And when you say, I am ready, spirit, to be an instrument of, of um, service, to serve humanity, you know, they use, they use every, every minute of your time, basically, <laughs> to serve <laughs> humanity. I don't know if you're familiar with the work of um, um, Caroline Meese. Maybe I don't pronounce her name well. No, Mice. Yes. M-Y-S-S. 
Yes, I am. Yeah. I, I'm not very familiar with her, but I, I am. Um, I know of her. Let's put it that okay, way. I can tell you that her work was really. She her work really consolidated my deep knowing of um, spirit, basically, of the human psyche and many, many things I understood through, you know, it was like, ah, that's why I did that. Ah, that's why it happened. Ah, that's true. But anyway, through Caroline Meads, I've realized that um, she's got the theory that each chakra has got a spiritual truth. And the fifth chakra, the throat chakra, the spiritual truth is I surrender my personal will to divine will, which is such a powerful statement when you think about it. I surrender my personal will to divine will. And and that's what I did in that ritual. I surrendered to God and I said, God, you know, the divine presence, you know, I've done it all. I've been a male person, I've been a director, I've been a waitress, I've been I've worked in every possible position. I've been a business manager, whatever. Now, whatever I'm supposed to be doing for humanity, I am ready for it. And, and I invite every listener who feels that they are ready for that declaration to really explore it. And, and when they are ready to just prepare themselves in the way they want to do it and then declare your intention to spirit and to, you, to the universe, to God, because um, things will unfold, basically. Effortlessly. Yes, and I think it it also happens in the way that you described earlier, where your experience is very similar to mine in feeling that I've got to the point of being in the wrong place, and there was this deep desire to really get clear on my purpose and then follow that purpose. And it it's something that once you recognise it nothing will prevent you from following that path even if the the toughest challenges that come along it's like failure is not an option this is my mission and uh it's a very and yet all of the experiences that we have up to that point are like an apprenticeship yeah. for us to be able to do what we've actually come here to do uh, yeah, and I, I so agree with you, Janet. It's like, you know, for example, a lot of people, um, a, a lot of people train into a healing therapy or into a coaching modality, but then, then they don't know how to set up their business. And I had the privilege of being the director of a charity, so I ran a business for three years, and I moved it from, um, you know, it's like the, the company really took off when the, the, the charity really took off when under my leadership. And I was very pleased. I was very pleased. And, but at the same time, when I reflect on it, that was only um, a platform for me to learn the skills to become a successful business, um, a, a successful coach, healer, and teacher. And, and coming back to the power coaching formula, the level one is about unfolding the healer, the coach, doing the inner game and the connection, unfolding the connection with spirit. And the 
uh, level two is about okay now that you are trained how do you step up and really become um, a successful business um, business owner basically serving humanity because because very few courses actually prepare us to you know knowing to do one thing is is great but knowing how to present it to people and knowing how to manage your you know what i'm talking about that coaching practice you know creating um attracting clients paying tax doing the day-to-day running of a business very few healers and coach have been trained to do it and i believe this is where where um self-esteem self-trust self-worth and self acceptance really come what it there are big forces driving that um that step basically yes i agree completely and my experience that a lot of people in the coaching and healing profession actually struggle as a result and i have connections with quite a number of people particularly the healing modalities that really have no desire to get involved in the business side of things but without that they're unable to create a sustainable business that enables them to actually deliver the work that they're here to deliver so i think it's getting the balance of yes we really want to uh, present our gift to the world and do our work but we also have to recognize that there are certain practicalities in this earth plane that we need to uh, respect as an essential part of that overall practice absolutely and you know people say oh spiritual coach so you mean you talk you are in the you know in the other realm of existence and what i say is you you know they've got it so wrong because for me if it's not practical it's not spiritual and if it's not physical it's not spiritual you know if if archangel metatron tells me something and i can't use it then i don't want to know about it you know it's it's really if i can't use it in my everyday life and that's really what i teach in your in the connection with spirit it's like you know in the courses that that i give level one the power coaching formula level one and two like okay connect with the divine presence so we go through the process and then listen to the message and then you know the message has to be very practical and the way to know in your connection with spirit to get practical advice is there's rather than for example what you want to tell me it's to ask what is show me what is the next step for me to have a successful practice for example and there, just right there, spirit is going to show the person something. Like it might show it the word Facebook, or it might show the person in a circle of other people. And that means connect with other people. Get out of your home and connect with people. It might show, I mean, for me, for example, I know that when talking to, about the law of manifestation, when I want to manifest, I put my intention, and after that, I go to the beach and I swim in the sea. I relax. And this yeah. is what spirit is telling me. It's like, okay, you put the seed, just now go and relax. And it's not, uh, oh, I relax for a month. No, I relax, and then I answer the queries. 
and also I want to go back to what you shared about the spiritual, the healers and not being interested in money. There's that huge misunderstanding that to be a great healer, to be spiritual, to be spiritual, you have to be poor, and it's kind of no way. You know, money is an energy. It's one of the most powerful, beautiful energy. And, you know, I love money. I didn't know that I, I had a big issue. I had big issues with money when there were times where I couldn't secure sessions for $30. You know, and now for $30, I don't even move. I go to the beach and, you know, it's like I know my worth and that's what I teach to people. And, and you know, knowing your worth and allowing yourself to charge a decent amount of money for the service that one gives to the humanity, it's also honoring spirit. It's also honoring your client. And and when people understand that, it's like a new world of opportunities opens, opens up for people, for healers. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And, um, you know, everything you said about the real energy of money and how much fun it is. That how it enables you to do all these wonderful things, not only for other people but for yourself as well, which is fantastic. And Taylor, uh, we are coming to the end of the show, and I've so enjoyed speaking with you. And also, I really want to thank you for the rituals and and the work that you've done with us on the show in helping all our listeners to be able to connect with spirit if it's something that they haven't yet experienced and for for us who are we're all developing this capability all the time no matter where we are there's always room for more growth so I really want to thank you for that and so I'd like to offer you the opportunity to share with our listeners how they can connect with you where to find you and I think you also have a gift you'd like to share with them as well is that right Neymar? Yeah. Yeah, okay, if you go on my website, which is rememberyourpower.com, there's a, there's a free activation that you get, can get on it. Is that what you were talking about? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so there's an activation, activation to connection, for connection with your higher self. We are all connected with our higher self, but um, not everyone has got a conscious connection and consciously communicate with the higher self. So that, that's, um, there's an activation there that is free of charge. So you just enter your, your email and you'll get, um, you'll get the audio sent to your, to your email. So you can find me on rememberyourpower.com. I do most of my communication by email, um, you can connect with me by email at rememberyourpower at gmail.com or, or my first name, my family name at gmail.com and by WhatsApp. On my website, you can find all my, um, all my telephone details. And also, I just want to say I've, I'm launching the Power Coaching Formula, the UK, sorry, the English version online i'm training people online and people get trained completely fully a hundred percent um online they get the same benefits the same unfolding so i've got, I've got a course starting um 
the, seven, the first week of October. And uh, there will be information on Remember Your Power. And it's, it's, I just want to say thank you. It's a privilege to be here and to be of service. Well, thank, thank you, Naima. That's wonderful. And I've, as I say, I so enjoyed our conversation. And uh, it'd be lovely to have you back again on a future show to, to talk more about other aspects of your work. So thank you very much for being with us. It's my privilege. Thank you for having me. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. And just to let you know, uh, listeners, uh, thank you so much for listening. You can find all Neymar's details in the show notes. So if you didn't get a chance to write down what she's just said, uh, just go to the show notes and all the details are there, including her telephone contact details. I do hope you've enjoyed the show. And as you know, we'll be broadcasting every week with more expert guests talking about all aspects of conscious living so to avoid missing any episodes please follow us on blog talk radio or you can visit the radio show page at smilingworldmedia.com where you can listen to our latest shows and sign up to receive news of upcoming shows by email you can also follow us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash powerful people and join our Conscious Living Club group at facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Conscious Living Club. So that's it from me for today, and I hope you've all enjoyed it, as I said, and I'm just going to hand over to Bill now to finally close the show. So over to you, Bill. Okay, thank you, Jan. And a reminder, the Conscious Living Show is brought to you by Jan and Bill Moore of A Smiling World. And we provide coaching, training, and events on personal empowerment, conscious evolution, conscious business development, and the universal laws of success. To find out more about our coaching, workshops, and online courses, and to get your free copy of Dream Achiever Success Kit, go to asmilingworld.org. And if you're building or planning to build a conscious business, you will find a wealth of free resources at successfrequency.com. We hope you'll join us again soon for more expert interviews, tips, and tools on conscious living. And now we will close with the Beach Boys from their 50th anniversary album, Good Vibrations.
Sing along, it's all right. 